Coaches, welcome to this episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. We're excited to share a new sponsor for this season, Watch Game Film. The simple way to watch, exchange, and manage game film. We understand that ease of use is paramount to productivity, so our platform provides you and your team with the right video solution so you can focus on the game you love. Our intuitive player includes instant replay, slow motion, play loop, rewind, and more. Plus, our platform includes video telestration and commenting features, enabling you to convey clear coaching points to your staff and athletes. When it comes to sharing and trading film, our Excel platforms offers many ways to exchange with your friends, conference, or opponents, even if they're using other film management systems. Plus, we make it easy to communicate with your own team with the ability to message user groups, individual teams, or even contacts outside your team. We know the importance of highlight reels for athletes and recruiters. A highlight tool allows athletes and teams to create the ultimate highlight reel and show their talent to the world. So what about costs? Our packages start at just $100 a year or 50 bucks per season for on-screen and in-text. and That includes unlimited film and unlimited users. Our mission is to help coaches and athletes succeed without forcing them to spend limited funds on overpriced software. Ready to get started? Go to watchgamefilm.com. Again, that's watchgamefilm, all one word, .com, to discover how watching and exchanging and managing film can be both simple and affordable. Coaches, welcome to this episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. This episode is sponsored by GameStrap. If you're in the need of a sideline replay system, look no further than GameStrat. GameStrat has the fastest sideline replay system on the market, and they provide 24-7 customer support. Their systems can be used for multiple sports like football, basketball, and volleyball. Bottom line, making in-game adjustments equals winning more games. Go check out GameStrat on Twitter, at GameStrat, or on the web at www.gametimestrategy.com. We'd also like to mention a new sponsor of the podcast this year, Just Play Solutions. I know most of you know about Just Play and how they can take your game preparation to the next level. From scout cards to player quizzing to installs, Just Play provides coaches with football playbook and game planning tools to prepare faster and engage with today's athletes. Make it a party to check out Just Play this offseason before your league opponents do. Visit www.justplaysolutions.com. Sign up for a free do- demo and let them know we sent you. This episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. Uh, tonight we have Coach John Hughes, the head coach of Key West High School. Coach, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How you doing? Well, we're doing good. It's raining up here in Williamsburg, but I'm sure it's <laughs> sunny down there. <laughs> it was a nice day today. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, Coach, let's kick it off. Tell us about yourself, a little bit about your background, maybe where you played, and then kind of how you got yourself down to Key West. 
Well, actually, I, you know, I was born down here, but I left at a young age, grew up in Miami, played at, you know, a big school in Miami, Miami Palmetto. Um, you know, went on to play college ball, Division II school in Texas. Um, you know, after, after I was done with that, I had an opportunity to come back to Key West. Um, it's not something you usually come back to, but with family here, you know, it was easy to get into. And uh, started off coaching the offensive line for, you know, about eight years or so. Spent time on the other side of the ball on the dark side, you know, as a defensive coordinator. Um, God, I hated that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, eventually, you know, was named the head coach here. And, and you know, I've, I've run flex calls since day one as the head coach. And, you know, don't look back. I mean, we, you know, we dabble in some gun stuff and this and that, but we're an option team by far. And that's, you know, that's, that's what we're known for. Well, Coach, talk about maybe – I'm going to assume maybe some guys from Palmetto maybe, but but talk about maybe some guys that, you know, when, when you've got to make a hard decision, you know, you pick up the phone and go, hey, you know, can you help me here or, or give me some suggestions there, that kind of thing. Maybe like some mentors you leaned on kind of as you've gone through it. Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, my old coach from, you know, Palmetto, um, you know, he was, he was an old-timer. Um, he was 20 years plus when I was there, you know, but – he was one of those guys that, you know, you ever seen the Junction Boys? Uh, you know, it's yeah. along with them. Yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of how we did it there. Um, you know, my head coach is here in Key West. You know, a guy named Robert James. You know, he played at FAMU, coached at FAMU. And when I first, you know, was an offensive line coach, and we were getting our butts kicked by some of these bigger Miami defensive <laughs> lines, you know, I said we need to find something different. And you know, we we talked about it, and you know. I, came across the flex bone and said, you know, do you want to try this coach? And, you know, he's, you know, as a former defensive coach at FAMU, he, he coaches against the hand bone, you know, when oh, yeah. they, they face Georgia Southern. Right. So uh, he was, you know, he was all in. We had, we had a harder time convincing the offense coordinator at the time, you know, that that was the way to go. So we kind of ran a, you know, a, a scaled down version, we'll say. Right. Um, wasn't quite as successful. Right. Um, so, you know, but he's a guy that he taught me the right way to do things. Um, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that, you know, just, you know, you, you want to be like every day, you know? So, um, you know, he's one of those guys as a mentor, as a head coach, and just as a person did a great job for me. Very cool. Hey coach, you mentioned you coach a little defense there. Uh, I see you got the Miami Hurricanes helmet back there, man. Is it you going to be back this year, man? <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, it's, if not man's in trouble, I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you're either a Gator or you're a Seminole or you're, you know, a Hurricane down here, obviously. And, but yeah. I tell you, they, uh, they, 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 get, they get a little venomous there. And, you know, I sit back and say, man, you know, I, I used to be one of those guys that sit there and criticize the Don Shules and the Jimmy Johnson of the world. So, you know, when I got family in the stands and they say, God, these guys don't be quiet about it. I said, listen, if I was, you know, if I was there criticizing Shula and Jimmy Johnson, those guys can go ahead and criticize the calls that I made. So I'm okay <laughs> right. with that. But yeah. coach, talk, yeah. talk maybe about how uh, coaching on the defensive side of the ball um, kind of helps you on, on the offensive side. You know, do you, do you see um, where it has, has benefited you? Yeah, well, you know, as, as a defensive coach, you know, the one thing that really kills you is that quarterback that can, you know, go ahead and take off. You know, whether, you know, they're running spread or whatever. But if that quarterback's got some wheels, that's a whole nother ball game. You know, you know, yeah, you got your guys, your pocket passers and guys who can, you know, throw the ball around a ton. But when that guy can, you know, go ahead and pull it down when he's got pressure and go, you know, just there's no accounting for that. And that's, um, that's why, you know, that's one of the reasons why you lean towards the option time. You know, go ahead and bring that 11th guy in. Let's play 11 on 11 or actually 11 on 9 as it turns out to be. 
But in the offenses, you know, that we were playing in, our quarterback was just a distributor, you know. So, um, and we had to go ahead and even things out. Um, you know, we weren't talented enough to go ahead and match up with these guys man-to-man, much less take a guy out of the game. And, you know, that's one of the things that as defense coordinator, when you have that guy that can really hurt you, you know, the quarterback position, you know, with his feet, that's, that's a whole other ballgame. Yeah, it's tough to account for the quarterback a lot of times um, <clears throat> in any scheme you do defensively. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny that you say that. I, I'm on the same side of the fence you are with that. You know, once you get over there and have to try to defend some of that stuff, it's like, man, <clears throat> you know, if I'm ever on the other side of the ball or head coach or, you know, anywhere where I don't have to mess with this stuff anymore, you know, I'm going to do that, you know, and give right. somebody else a, you know, a load of crap. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, give, give somebody else a little hell. So Exactly. Well, um, <clears throat> Coach, talk to us about football in Key West. Um, you know, how many kids kind of come out and play and, and that kind of thing. And, and I know, you know, I know from a travel standpoint it's not easy, but, you know, maybe you could talk about, you know, how it's all set up, you know, for the listeners to kind of understand, you know, because it's not like you're, you know, near anything or anything so yeah and uh well we're located about three hours south of miami you know so minimum our you know our away games you know it's a three-hour trip um you know sometimes it's much more than that if we go and play broward county teams the fort lauderdale area you know it'd be four-hour trip we go over to naples sometimes you know it makes it a five-hour trip you know and it's all up and back you know we're not spending the night there you know we're taking that bus and and heading on back the same night um now it's a scenic drive i'll give you that you know, right. but it's a uh, logistically it's a it's a nightmare it costs some money that's right. for sure right. uh, you know we're a school about 1200 guys or you know people total um you know last year our numbers were a little low you know we we're talking about 35 on the varsity to start with you know another you know 30 or so on the jv you know, and you know as attrition happens and the season goes on numbers start to go down a little bit um but you know the type of kids we get down here usually you're tough you know um you know hard-working type guys but you know, we don't have the um, the Miami athletes, you know, that sprinkled on through. Right. You know, um, you know, you got some teams up there, especially the way the, they've opened up enrollment that some guys can go to whatever school they want to. And unfortunately, we have to play some of those guys. So, uh, yeah, it yeah. makes it challenging. So, we had to find something to try to even the playing field a little bit, and that's where the whole option thing yeah. came into play. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to go ahead and try to match up. And sometimes it works, you know, and, you know, we can compete with some of those those big boys and – you know, most of the time, you know, we'll walk away and they'll, you know, they'll be like, we don't want to play you again. Right. Because you know, that was, that was a pain. You know, right. we'd like to go ahead and cover people and, you know, get interceptions and all that. But, you know, with us, they're pretty much going to have to tackle somebody every play. So, um, but, you know, it's logistically it's tough, you know, with the travel, but, you know, it's something that it's old hat to us. We're used to that for, by now. So it's, um, it's not really a, an issue anymore, you know? Um, so it's uh, coming down for them. That's a different story. Sometimes, you know, they, you know, right. they have to, they have to go ahead and do that. And sometimes it gives us an advantage there, obviously, right. um, you know, home field, you know, it's, it's a small town. So we did, we get a pretty decent crowd out there and, you know, it gets, you know, we do the Friday night lights thing and all that stuff. So it's definitely a, it's definitely a, a weird, uh, a weird environment. We consider South Florida, you know, when you have this little small town all the way at the end of it. Um, that, you know, you know, we, we attract some pretty good crowds there and have some good football and, you know, have a lot of fun out there. So, so yeah, from an expense standpoint now, so I'm assuming you feed them, right? Like y'all. Oh yeah. 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 We'll stop. And, you know, we have that all planned out. Yeah. You know, we'll stop somewhere and, you know, South Florida, you know, we'll get some chicken and rice and beans right. and, you know, 
stop yeah. at Pollo Tropical. And yeah. And on up to the game from there. But, um, you know, I mean, it's uh, like a college trip, really, if you think yeah, about you know, it. Right? It's, you know, we, we do that. And, you know, we're always looking for ways to improve it. You know, they, right. some of our longer trips, we get there and, you know, we don't play that well. I'm like, whoa, we can't do that again. We got to stop somewhere, maybe walk through right. a park or something and, you know, get, get some blood moving. But, you know, there's, you know, some of our five hour or five and a half hour trips, you know, those tend to, those tend to, you know, go ahead and you have to rethink some of the stuff you do there. But, you know, pretty much we have it down to where, you know, we know what we're going to do to the, to the hour, or to the minute, um, you know, what, when we're getting taped, you know, when we're going to eat, when we're going to arrive, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, there'll be coaches that listen to this that may not even go more than 20 minutes. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Well, that was, that was us in high school, you know? Yeah. So, you know. I, can, I can tell you where I'm at. I'm eight miles this way, eight miles that way. I mean, there's, there's schools right. all around, you know, there's, there's oh, yeah. three high schools in this County. You know what I mean? Right. right. So, you know, it's good to hear just the different perspective on it. You know what I mean? So, I I wanted to ask you, too, about spring football, because in Florida we get spring football. And I know with with the the numbers that you have, and uh, I think in the past we've talked about where you got to share athletes amongst the sports, you know, for for sure. Now, do you find, like, in the springtime, you know, uh, you're not able to go full squad necessarily to all the baseballs done and everything else, track and everything else? Yeah, like especially recently, you know, they've moved the dates up here in Florida. We're now we're, our spring is starting in April, April 27th, I think is the first day of this year. Yeah. You know, it used to be May. Well, the problem is they moved baseball back, you know, and, you know, Key West is a baseball town first and foremost. So, you know, hey, listen, right. that's just the way it is. Yep. You know, they got 11 state championships here in baseball, you know, so that's, that's the priority. Their kids grow up, you know, dream of that stuff. Um, but like last year, my starting B back, who finished with, you know, 1,300 yards rushing this year, I didn't see him at all in spring. You know, they finished their playoff run the Friday night before our Saturday spring game. You know, so, yeah, we're going to miss quite a few guys. Lacrosse become big down here. So, you know, that eats some, some guys. Track, obviously. You know, so we're constantly moving in. The good part about that is, is uh, this year I went through three quarterbacks. You know, so my QB3 got some work this year in the spring. And there you go. Luckily so. You know, because, you know, all the fancy plans we had at the beginning of the season, you know, we we're going to have our, our two-back split pirate set. We had our gun set, and we we're going to, you know, mix it in with a flex bone. By the time we got to QB3, we were flex bone, and we were running, you know, midline, and we were running inside of here, and we are running rocket. <laughs> you know, that's about it. So, uh, you know, and he did a great job with it. But, you know, because he knew the system, he got the reps in the spring, and, you know, smart kid, obviously, to pick it up. You had to give him some credit there, but – you know, luckily, because, you know, those young guys got some work because some of the other guys were playing other sports in the spring. Thank God for spring football. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I know. I've been beating that drum up here. Um, every <laughs> state south of us has spring ball. Um, and, I, you know, we, we can – it's funny. We can do pretty much anything out of season um, except for four dead periods, except we can't, we can't have a padded – you know, scenario of 15 practice right. or whatever, right. right? But, I mean, we could go out in helmets and jerseys and practice every day, all day, except for four dead periods, right? So, it's like, what well, if we can do that – Why not just call it? Yeah, yeah just yeah. – yeah. You know what, to be honest with you, I'd rather them make it dead where we couldn't do that and give right. us 15 days of spring ball. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get those 19 practices plus that 20th is that spring game. Right. No, you know, it's invaluable it, for us. Right. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. I, I've been beating that drum, man. I, I think I wore a <laughs> hole in it, man. It's just um, – it's tough. Well, 
Well, what's cool too is uh, the recruiters are out hitting the uh, you know hitting the rounds, <laughs> right. you know. And oh, uh, absolutely, that's when we see most of ours right there. They'll come down here, you know, and right. they'll fly down for the day or the afternoon, and you know, ask for the best restaurant and you know check out a couple players and you know, right. head cool. on out. But you know, that's that's the big time when we usually see most of them. I remember. Well, I think too, it gives you an opportunity to develop your kids, right? No yeah, question. Absolutely. I mean, just like you said, your third string quarterback, which. Look, if he hadn't gotten those reps and you got down to him, you know, fifth game of the year, you know, look, he, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're severely Don't limited at that point. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. that kid got a bunch of reps for you in the spring, and you know, hey, if it happens, it happens, and he's ready to go. So you know, I, that's you know, I guess I'll get off my soapbox on that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember I was going to tell you guys uh, we were at a spring game one time, and. Um, uh, I'm on, they're allowed, they allowed to come onto the field during our inter-squad game, you know? So I'm, I'm in the huddle, and I look back, and there's Art Kehoe standing on the field from Miami, right like right there. I'm like, holy crap, there's Art Kehoe, man, right, you know, right there during our uh, our game. That's was, was pretty cool, man. So they, they make the rounds. He's a little colorful with the language, too, i tell you that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's always fun, man. Well, Coach, let's talk um, – Talk about Bo Johnson real quick. You know, you know Bo up in Bluntstown. I know he's on. I, I do. I'm, I know of him. Yes, had a yeah, great year this year. Oh yeah, yeah. And and, and um, you remember the year before uh, the hurricane came up through and, and and devastated the community and everything. So right. And what a great story of uh, of his program to just uh, rebound and 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 how that community kind of came together uh, to have the great season that they had this year to be able to play in the state championship. I remember Absolutely. maybe a couple of years ago before before that, uh, you had a similar situation uh, where a hurricane come through Key West. Can you talk maybe a little bit about that? Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was, it's one of those that we don't scare very easily with the hurricane, you know, it's down here. Um, but that one scared people. You know, it was, that was a monster. Um, you know, and uh, it, to be honest with you, we got lucky. You know, it, it just missed us. Marathon, you know, the next major key up about an hour away from us. You know, and they have, you know, they play small football down up there. You know, they, they took a big hit, um, you know, and we, you know, we lost, you know, we lost some, you know, houses down here and, you know, all that stuff, power was out. But the devastation that was, you know, forecasted didn't come through, luckily. But it was still a mess down here, you know. Um, yeah. And I tell you what, it was one of those things that, you know, really brought that team together. Uh, they were on a roll, and I tell you what, that team was loaded. That, we were pretty talented. Um, and I think we were undefeated at the time, you know, maybe four or no hurricane comes through. And, uh, you know, we spent the next couple of weeks cleaning up as a team. So we went to teachers' houses, firemen's houses, you know, just, you know, neighbors' houses and, you know, removing debris and, you know, trees and, you know, all kinds of stuff that, you know, just to go ahead and so people can get some sort of normalcy back, you know, to go ahead and, uh, you know, let the power get restored, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, you know, after that, we played our first game, and you know, in our practice field because our stadium, our scoreboard was sent as a frisbee somewhere else, you know, and uh, the leashes were all torn up. So, you know, we had to play. You know, we played away our first game. We came back and we played in a, a practice field, and you know, all the teams that we played were fantastic. You know, they were bringing supplies, you know, water and you know, uh, donations and things like that. And you know, the Miami Dolphins stepped up and replaced some equipment. I mean. It was really, it was a, you know, it was a time to see everybody come together, and it really drew that team together. You know, they finished, you know, the year, I think, 7-1. and one. Um, We lost in the playoff game, unfortunately. You know, we played in the monsoon, and, you know, just we just didn't handle the ball very well. But, um, 
you know, uh, it was really an experience that all the kids still talk about, you know, the closeness of that, that storm, because that, you know, we always talk about as coaches, you know, you know, let's play that last play like it's your last. You never know if you're going to get it again. Well, yeah. that hit home for them because that storm was coming. And as we evacuated and we were elsewhere, you know, people were talking about Key West being wiped off the map. So these kids were, you know, pretty much, you know, going ahead and surrendering the fact that their season was done. They were, they were done. These seniors, their, their career might be done, you know. So right. um, that they came back with a newfound passion that, you know, you just, you just can't motivate, you know, in those ways that, you know, nature found a way to go ahead and do that for us. Wow. That's got to feel good too, man, to, um, you know, see the community just rally with their support, you know. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, gives you hope and humanity, man. You yeah, know what it, I mean? It's, it's, you, know, you know, like they say, you know, the worst times bring out the best of people. And uh, that was definitely one of those times. And that's great. Yeah, yeah, and and you being able to take the kids out in the community and help those guys helps them. You know what I mean? Just from no question. You know, taking that yellow bus up the keys, yeah. and you know, we traveled down the streets, and they hear the stories afterwards that the the people were getting excited. They saw that yellow bus coming because they knew that help was coming to go ahead. And, and some of you, know, you got a lot of elderly people here that can't clean up their yards. Sure. They can't remove those trees that are falling. You know, so we're there with our chainsaws and cutting things up and carrying stuff out. And that's great. You know, just doing what we could do to help the time. That's great. Well, Coach, let's transition to something a little more positive, man. <clears throat> Tell us about your offense down there and, <clears throat> you know, kind of, you know, how you started and kind of how you've evolved and that kind of thing. Well, like I said, you know, it's, it's really finding a way to go ahead and try to compete with some of the teams that are a little more talented than us. Um, you know, came across the offense, studied it, and said this is – I think this is a good fit for us because we have, you know, we, we have some athletes. You know, uh, we don't have 20 other, 28 of them signed Division One scholarships or anything, but – you know, we, we, you know, we have, we have some guys that can compete. Uh, we just got to find a way to go ahead and, you know, block the guys up front. And that's how we kind of evolved in that. And, you know, our first year, you know, we were pretty successful with it. We were six and four, but we lost, you know, those four games, you know, by a total of maybe 20 points. Um, you know, we took a state champion to the, to the fourth quarter and they beat us on a kickoff return when we told the kicker, don't kick that ball to that guy. Um, you know, <laughs> one of those things. But it's, it's something that ever since then it's kind of taken hold. Now, listen, we still have our guys in the stands that say, throw the ball, you know, come on, stop running the dive. You know, but for the most part, you know, um, you know they, they've taken pride in the fact that, you know, we're going to go ahead and compete and it's, it's going to be a hard time to stop us. You know, um, if we don't beat ourselves, it's going to be a good night most of the time. And I've seen some film, Coach. I know you've, <clears throat> you're kind of under center and in gun a little bit. Talk about, you know, maybe how you've kind of studied some other teams, kind of how you've evolved that with your own team and then maybe – maybe hit a little bit about maybe how you, you're able to practice it? Well, you know, like the first time, the first time we decided to go a little bit of gun stuff is, you know, the Tony and Nice stuff when he was at Ferris State, you know, went to a clinic, saw that. Uh, he had a lot of, you know, a lot of quarterback runs, and I had a big quarterback at the time, um, but not as big as his guy was, at, you know, at that point. But I was really intrigued with that power read and the jet read. Um, you can still run the, the, the veer out of that and some speed option. You know, midline's fantastic out of that. So, you know, we just add as a package. My big thing, especially as an offensive line coach, don't change anything for those guys up front. You know, so we try to keep things similar. And then depending on what <laughs> I have in the backfield is what I can add. Um, like I said, at the beginning of this year, you know, we're, we're, you know, our spring game, I think we were 90% from the gun, um, you know, with the, what we had there. Um, you know, a lot of power read, a lot of midline, a lot of, you know, you know, mid triple from our split back look with that with that sniffer. Um, but then as as the season went on and we went down, we went through quarterbacks, 
you know, we went ahead and changed the backfield, but nothing changed up front for those offensive line guys. You know, so it, it all depends on what the guys can handle, who you have coming back, the experience level of those guys. You know, QB3 was not ready to run that. And, you know, to be honest with you, just doesn't have the athletic ability to run some of the, the gun stuff. Um, you know, and, and, you know, some of it is just to go ahead and, and to back off the rabid fans a little bit with the yell and stop running the dot. You know, it's, it's funny that <laughs> I got to coach it. He sits, he sits up there and, you know, we'll go to pistol and we'll run triple. And they're like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There we it's go. The same play, guys. We just back the quarterback up four yards, you know, three <laughs> yards, whatever it is. So, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that we do every once in a while. But, you know, we're, you know, when all else fails and we're in trouble and, you know, we're looking to go and get some yards, we're going under center. Yeah. Well, hey, what about that big back you had at, uh, that went to Iowa? Man, you're a belly guy too now. Oh, no, yeah. That's, well, he made me a belly guy. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> um, and it's amazing, to be honest with you, because, you know, he was, he was the focal point of our offense. You know, as you know, you got a B-back back there that's, you know, if he can make a difference, this offense is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, but we also have some guys that can run the rocket. And I'll be honest with you, I think the rocket is an underrated play. I mean, I know people yeah. say, oh, don't run it too much. You know, that's, you know, you're getting in trouble or maybe you're not being successful with the veer. Well, that's great. But I'll be honest with you, teams fear that sweep more than anything. You know, they'll practice for the veer. Yeah. They fear that sweep. They hate that, you know, getting out, you know, yeah. out leveraged and getting to the corner. And when they, we started doing that, despite having that guy back there who was, you know, a heck of a ball player, they still, that DN, that five technique, still chasing that sweep. Yeah, we just run belly underneath that, and you know the, the safeties and all that. They're no match for that guy, so he made us look really good with that belly. I, t I tell you what, Coach. Uh, one when, when I was messing around with the gun stuff, it's like that's one play I really missed is the is is rocket. I I I, I just I couldn't figure out how to run it out of the gun stuff, and and then I saw you running it out of that pistol, man. I got excited. I was like, he got the rocket. <laughs> he, he got the rocket going. You know what I mean? That's why I was hitting you up about that. I mean. Uh, that's some good stuff. I, I miss that's my, that's one of my favorite too. Too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. I mean, if, you know, it's tricky as a gun. Times where you know we we tried it from the pistol with the right guys, it looks fantastic. But yeah. if that guy doesn't have enough giddy up in his in his step there. It's it's just a mess, and you're talking about a negative five. You know, <laughs> so it's it, it depends. It's all personnel package, and that's what we do. You know, you know, well, you know, I'm a public school coach, so I get what I get. Me you know, too, so yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and tweak, you know, from year to year to see what I have and what, what packages look best. But, you know, you're right, that under center, you know, uh, rocket package, you know, with the, the belly and the, and the counter out of that. And we run reverse and bootleg and all that kind of stuff as well. You know, that it's, it's tough to be, you know, it's, it's not the same. Now, I think right. that jet package from the, from the gun is, 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 you know, quite nice and right. can probably do some of the same things. And maybe you run quarterback belly instead of, you know, with that B back if that's your guy. But, you know, it's – again, if I'm not changing anything for that offensive line, right. you know, I can go ahead and play that backfield as much as possible. Man, I wanted to ask you a question about inside zone, you know, because I know messing around with some of the gun stuff, that's one of the first things you want to try to learn is the inside zone. But um, me and you talked, and, and I read your article on uh, FlexboneNation.com about the GTO mm -hmm. series. And I noticed you had, like, the – instead of zone so much, it was more gap schemes like trap and what you call your Lobo play and things like that. Man, those, I, I've watched some film of your guys doing that. Man, that's some good stuff right there, Coach. I'd well, rather run that than the inside zone. We go to Flexbone because we couldn't do it. You know, we were <laughs> – yeah. we just – you know, yeah, okay, everybody's, you know, they double point of attack. Let's go ahead and move that three technique out of the way. Well, that three technique was eating my double team up. 
you know, so I, now, you know, I was looking for leverage and, you know, how can we go ahead and, and block some of those guys when we weren't reading them, but the inside zone, you know, being, you know, actually failing at that so bad was the reason we started looking at flex bones way back when I was an offensive line coach. Um, you know, and I know, you know, see people call it zone away and they, you know, they run that split option look. I just don't like using that word. So, you know, I just call it, we're block, we're blocking down, we're blocking away. We're just not using that zone word. You know, and my offensive line coach this year is a big zone guy, and I told him we can't use that word. You can call whatever else you want to. It's not, we're not running inside zone that way, okay? Um, he so owes you a beer every time he says zone, right? No, no question, you know, so. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Well, Coach, I'm curious. You guys huddling, no huddle, wristbands? What, what are you doing? We do a little bit of both. Um, you know, when uh, – when we first got started in this, you know, we were obviously just, you know, huddling up and sibling the plays in, calling the plays in off a wristband. Um, and the quarterback called the huddle and, you know, break and so forth. And then we go, we got, we met Ian Shields. He was an offense coordinator at West Point at the time. And they had those fancy signs, those billboards with the four squares in there and the, and all the different, you know, graphics on there. And that, and, you know, he was run this with no huddle. He says, you know, just want to take a look at the defense and then call a play. Well, that made sense to me, you know. Well, I didn't know what a pain in the butt, though, carrying those signs around were going to be, you know, <laughs> trying to get the right sign and all that. But we did that for a while, and, you know, and we just didn't, you know, it was too cumbersome for us. You know, maybe I just wasn't good at it. I don't know. So we went away. But, you know, right now we've developed into we, – we have – we definitely can no huddle. We have no huddle packages that we do. Uh, we do huddle. All depends how well my defense is doing, you know, and, and how much I want to slow that game down, how much I want to go ahead and take off the clock. You know, but we'll go ahead and – you know, I'm a big fan of the free series. We call it our free series where we'll just send that wing back in motion and, you know, not snap the ball. You know, we'll get somebody to jump every game with that, see how they're going to react, call the play. You know, you hear people in the stands going, oh, again. You know, but, you know, yeah, again, I want to see, you know, see what they do. So, you know, we'll go ahead, no huddle, get to the line, call a freeze, you know, or one of our freeze series or a freeze, you know, uh, tags. Go ahead and run that. Quarterback check over, run the play, you know, hopefully get us in a good play there. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Hey, Coach, let's talk about Mike Seawalk a little bit. We were okay. talking a little bit before. Um, he came down and coached some ball with you, huh? He did. You know, um, Mike was recruiting the, the running back that went to Iowa. So we kind of, you know, that's how we kind of first, you know, met. Um, and then last year, you know, he gave me a call out of the blue and said, listen, I'm going to have some free time. It looks like they're going to, you know, transition from the flex bone here at Georgia Tech and move on something else. So, uh I'm thinking about, you know, coming down to vacation, you know, in Key West a little bit. When I'm there, would you mind if I stop by practice and maybe lend a hand? Oh, you know, yes, you know, please come down and, you know, and come on out there. So he came out there and he spent, you know, three or four days out there working the offensive line, messed my practice schedule all up, you know, by taking too much individual time. But, you know, I'm not going to complain about that at all. He can go ahead and do what he wants to do. But he was, uh, he was outstanding. Kids loved him. You know, the knowledge and parts. Then, you know, we'd go and watch film. We watched film before practice. We watched film after practice. Go, you know, have a few drinks and draw some stuff up on some napkins. You know, obviously a wealth of knowledge from Georgia Southern and, you know, Georgia Tech, you know, in the option game. And just, you know, just a legend there, especially the offensive line. And, you know, all the, all the pieces that come together, you know, yeah, you have to have the mesh. You know, your A-back has to know if he's loading or if he's arcing. But that offensive line is not working. This whole thing doesn't work at all. You know, and sure. he, gets that, he gets that going for us. And, you know, he's just tweaking some things, you know, some of his drills. And, you know, it's repetitive. You know, it's the same stuff every day, you know, um, but it's stuff that, you know, you need to do to survive with this. And, you know, he just has a way of relaying that to the kids. And he's just, 
you can see why he was so successful as a college coach. Yeah, he's a good dude, too. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Coach, let's talk a little bit about this uh, uh, Mesh Point uh, Clinic in Paradise that we're going to have down there in uh, June 12th through the 14th. Man, you excited? I'm excited now. That, you know, got to remember, Paradise gets a little warm in June. <laughs> well, I I've got my bikini already packed, Coach. <laughs> Yeah. Gary thought, huh? Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the guys uh, uh, we're going to have there. We got four guys on uh, plan to come come down. Uh, Mike Seawalk was one of them. Uh, uh, we just talked about. Who else we going to have? Oh, uh, you have uh, Ian Shields. You know, former uh, head coach at Jacksonville, offense coordinator at uh, West Point, and also as a head coach at Lenore Ryan when they run the flex bone there. Um, offense line coach Tom Seamy. You know, he was also I think he was a head coach at Army Prep before he became the offensive line coach at West Point and then moved, I think he was a head coach out in California Junior College before he came to Jacksonville. And then uh, Trent Steelman scheduled to, to show up, uh, quarterback at West Point and um, offense coordinator at, at Jacksonville. So just some, just some tremendous, you know, uh, option minds right there, skilled positions, you know, offense coordinator, head coach, offensive line guy, you know, with Simi and then with Seawalk. You know, if if you want to learn how to play offensive line, you know, in this in this in this offense right here, you got two guys right here that can answer any question you got. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I know Matt can't can't make it down this year, man. You got the graduation, right? <laughs> yeah, we got graduation that Friday um, at 8 a.m. and uh, you know we get assigned duties or whatever. So next year, coach. Next year, man. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hope we make it a ritual. That's for sure. I yeah, hope so, man. man. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping so because uh, I'm gonna have to find a way to get sick or something. <laughs> hey, coach, they say it's always five o'clock down there too, man. It's always yeah, five o'clock. Tell me, that's that part <laughs> of the problem sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I must figure out how to get down there. I know that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna be promoting the crap out of it, man, and uh, put it on three phase football for guys dot uh, net that for for guys to sign up uh, for it and and. Um, yeah, you know, we'll put it on donation too. Get it out there. Get it all I'll over. I'll tell you, what, you know, when when um, Ian Shields and um, Tom Seamy were at West Point, they came down to Key West. They put on a little mini clinic for my staff, and the information that we just learned from that, you know, um, you know the just just the tweaks, the, the different tags they use for the inside veer, you know, just it's invaluable. It was it was great stuff, um, you know. And now you're talking about a few more years' experience, you know. Uh, different kinds of athletes, different kinds of offense. They've, you know, they've run some gun stuff as well. Um, you know, it's you get Trent Steelman who's played in the position. You know, also played a little receiver. You know, um, I think he had a try on the NFL doing that position. You know, we coach receivers, then he went to the offense coordinator, um, and then of course Seawalk. You know, as a head coach, offensive line. You know, guy that's just a guru. Um, right. I, you know, I think it. If you want to learn how to run the offense, you, you know, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a nice jump start into the season. Yeah, I tell you, it's called, that, that's absolutely right. I mean, that, that clinic right there, you, you know, you bring your staff, you're going to get everything covered, you know. And you're oh, yeah, absolutely. It's answered and, uh, and, and get, to be as a staff, get to be as a staff in, in Key West, right? What's better than that? So There you go. It don't get no better. No, 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 it, it absolutely doesn't. Um, it, it's awesome that y'all can put it together and, you know, because um, I, I know what – I mean, it's kind of – I wouldn't say short notice because it's in June, but you know how those things go, man, trying to get oh, them all sure. organized and together and coach you. Right. You're, you know, taking the lead on it down there is awesome. And, uh, you know, I know there's a bunch of guys that 
Tony and I have been dealing with are always, you know, hey, you know, when are we going to sign up? When's the stuff coming out? When would, you know, because yeah. they're all fired up too. So, <clears throat> yeah, I hope everybody comes out and we can make it a success. And, Good to hear. Yeah. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming on, man. Um, and uh, can't thank you enough. And I uh, can't thank you enough for hosting the clinic down there, man. That's, I owe you a big one, man. I, I mean, this is going to uh, be my awesome. My pleasure. You know, I just, you know, Listen, anytime we can sit around and talk ball, you know, talk option ball, it's, it's even better. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's a Coach, win -win it was good to see you. And really, really thank you for coming on, taking time away from everything. Come talk to us. I appreciate it, Coach. That's going to wrap this episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. You can download or listen to our podcast at Apple iTunes, Spotify, or, Google, or the Google Podcast app. You can go on and rate us if you think we're any good and leave you some comments that you might think. Uh, you'd like to hear about in future episodes. Again, I'm Matt McLeod. You can reach me on Twitter at Run the Triple. Again, that's at Run the Triple. Our Mesh Point podcast uh, has its own Twitter page, and that is at the Mesh Point. Again, at the Mesh Point. You can also find me on FlexboneNation.com. I have an option blog there and write articles and have plays uh, that can help you out, particularly during the season. All right, Tony, I want you to let the listeners know how they can get you on social media. All right, guys, go to 3 Face Football on Twitter, at 3 Face Football, and uh, you'll, you'll be able to follow my account. And um, the cool thing about it is, is every Monday we do something called Mesh Point Monday, and basically I'll post out four questions concerning a triple option topic. And it's a great opportunity for coaches all around uh, the country and uh, to, to get together and network and and uh, get to know each other and, you know, we'll talk about some kind of triple option topic. So catch, uh, catch that every Monday, 8 o'clock Eastern. And uh, what you want to do is search the hashtag MeshPoint to see everybody's responses uh, to, to the four questions. Uh, like I said, great, great way to uh, build our networks and, and, and learn some things. It's like an ongoing webinar on Twitter. So it's real cool. Also, check out the website, threefacefootball.net. Uh, we've got some cool gear. Like Fear the Veer, you'll see in the background here. Uh, Fear the Veer stuff, uh, mesh point gear, and, and other things like that. So uh, go check out that website as well.